Hi, I'm Steve. And I'm Tom. And this is the Trained Professionals Podcast. What is up, everyone? We are back after week six. Um, pretty good slate of games so far. It's 7.57, so uh, what's the 8 o'clock game tonight? Do you know? It is Rams 49ers, so not that great. Oh, my gosh. NFL, like, you can talk to, like, us professionals about what you want to make the primetime games. We'll give you we'll give you the good primetime games. I promise. Well, you sh- they slated it before the season. Probably, I, I know, right? I know. Because this was this you can change it though. That's the thing. Like last year, the Bills Steelers game got to move to prime time uh, because the game that was at eight o'clock was going to be crappy. So they well, can change it. The real prime time game is Bills Chiefs this week. Like, I know, but that's on a Monday. So that's is there two Monday games? I don't know. I don't think there is. But this one's earlier. Like this. Yeah, one's this at one's like at like five. five. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But. Yeah, that's going to be a fun game to watch. That's I'd say that's the game of the week right there. We had the quote-unquote game of the week just Both before this. I would say the Steelers and the, the Browns was my game of the week. And then they had <laughs> the Fox and yeah. the Troy Aikman game of the week. Troy Aikman yeah. and Joe Buck are uh, tomorrow's game for the Bills and the Can't Chiefs. wait. Can't wait. I just love to hear their dulcet tones. You want to come over tomorrow watch the game? Sure, bud. All right. Sounds good. Um, yeah. I'd, I mean... Really, like, I thought there was going to be maybe, like, quote-unquote upsets. Like, I, games that I legitimately thought were going to be won by the other team. But not... And people didn't have the same opinion as me. But, like, they were a bit more toss-up than I... that I mean, at least I thought they were more toss-up. But then today, it was just... It seemed like all blowouts. I mean, are you with me? or what? We had a couple of good games, I guess. Like, the Ravens-Philly was a good game. Yeah, like, but the like... The Titans... Okay, the it, Texans are playing so much better now that Bill O'Brien's gone. Well, it's, now they are. They I look think, so much looser. So, like, last week they were pretty bad because they didn't know what it was like to be free of the shackles of Bill O'Brien. But they, looked, they still looked a lot better. They looked a little better, but, like, today they were firing on all cylinders. They just let Deshaun Watson do what he wanted to do. They said just take care of this game, but... I hate the Titans so much. Oh my gosh! I wish their defense but, is not good. I wish nothing but bad things for the Titans. Anyway, it's kind of sad that the Texans can put up that many points. The Bills can't even. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. Okay, all right. <laughs> no, that's not that's not an accurate representation of what happened that game. I got my mojo back. I'm happy now. I'm ready to go. I'm gonna be talking about the Bills Chiefs game later on, but anyways. We're a bit too far into this intro. We're just going to get into it. Top players of the week. So, admittedly, I did mine first, so Tom kind of got the bottom of the barrel. Players these of the week. These are still good players. Still yeah, yeah, for sure. Forms. For sure. But yeah. I got I kind of got the creme de la creme, you know. So Started off. All right. Got to go with uh, Derrick Henry. Had a much better game than he did against the Bills. By the way, Bills held him to the least amount of rushing yards per attempt at three. Uh, throughout the entire season in a game. So he only had two touchdowns last week because they had a great field position. But uh, listen to this stat line. 
22 attempts for 212 yards, two touchdowns, 9.6 yards per attempt. That's uh, much worse than the Bills did. Uh, And he had two receptions for 52 yards, bringing his total yards to 264 yards. That's more than, like, some players get in a season, and he got it in a game. That's pretty insane. And he also had, like, a 96-yard just I know. bomb he, he, run. He has those, like, every year. He had, like, a 99-yard run against the Jags last year. He doesn't look that fast. I don't think he's that good. When he's running, you know what I'm saying? Like Yeah, I just don't just think people can people tackle him. But, like, yeah, he doesn't have good long speed, I think. So, I mean, I don't know. I just don't like his type of running style. I also it hate works. the Titans. I, I guess it works. He's just salty, man. No, <laughs> we actually held him to fifty-seven yards. Not we didn't let up two hundred twelve. Yeah, it was impressive, but you couldn't hold up the the pass game. One hundred ninety-five yards. Uh, you got someone there? Yeah, I got Ronald Jones, another running back. He's been going off. There's three straight games of over hundred yards. I know. Th- this you don't even is, need this, Tom this should have started happening last year. Like Bruce Arians was playing games. Like you can cut Leonard Fournette. Like that, Honestly, that yeah, he was. A, I think he was a scratch for today's game. So stop paying him. You know what? What were you thinking? I, I guess having more talent is always good, but running backs are just—they're not. You don't need that many. But continue. Uh, he had 113 yards and two touchdowns. That's the third consecutive game where he's gone over the 100-yard mark, which is really impressive. I don't. I don't even know if I knew of this guy before the season started. Really? Right. <laughs> was he a really? Yeah. He was. He was kind of like okay. So last year, at least, he was heavily discussed in fantasy circles. If uh, if y'all were paying attention to closely to fantasy, because the Buccaneers running back uh, carousel was god awful last year. No one knew how to read it. Uh, Bruce Arians basically said it's a hot hand offense, and so whoever got hot was going to get the ball. So Ronald Jones was really talented, and basically everyone was advocating for him to become a bell cow, but Bruce didn't want to do that, so. That that's and that's what happened with him. So really, we sh- this should have been happening last year, and now they tra- drafted Keyshawn Vaughn, which I don't know what they're going to do with him. He was their third round pick this year. It seems like kind of a wasted pick. Ronald Jones is a really good back. Like, like if you don't want him, like someone else will gladly take him. You know, the Jaguars. Well, they have James Robinson now, but. Uh, who's in need of a running back? The Texans. The Texans will be glad to take Ronald Jones off of your hands. They got David Johnson, though. Why do you need another running back? That's your guy, man. If you're going to trade Nuke Hopkins for somebody and you get David Johnson in return, you, you got to show some faith in him, you know? I, From what I heard, you didn't mention any sort of running backs there. All I heard you talk about was some sort of old guy or something like that who... Oh, yeah. I, th- his prime. I, I don't know. I No, I didn't hear of any running backs there. Anyone who actually plays running back, you know. But, a backfield receiver, David Johnson. How about that? Is that more accurate? No, I I, I still wouldn't give him that. Right. <laughs> I, I don't think that he's a football player at this point. Um, all right. Number two on my list, Justin Jefferson. East. Have a rookie year, my friends. Wow. Like, if the, if the season stopped here, he would be rookie of the year, in my opinion. Like, even over Justin Herbert. No. Right now. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow He's is not rookie of the year. No, no. Yes, Justin is. Herbert should be rookie of the year. Joe Burrow is playing better than Justin Herbert. Um, no. Yeah. No. He's not. Justin Herbert just doesn't have any sort of team around him to help him out. He has really. more of a team than Joe Burrow. 
I mean, come on, man. You That's know? true, but Joe Burrow has the same record as him. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah. So I think Justin Herbert is playing better. And Joe, Her- Joe Burrow has Justin the Herbert same has, record to show for it. So. Justin Herbert has yet to win a game, though. Um, yeah, I guess so. But, uh, all right. As soon as Justin Herbert has a win, he's is he rookie of the year? I don't think so. All right. Well, this conversation is over. We're never going to agree yeah. then. Uh, but anyways, Justin Jefferson, nine receptions, 166 yards, two touchdowns. Why are you not feeding him every week? Like, I, I mean, like, I think, it, I, think it was, I think it was two weeks ago that he had the go-off game, but I put him in my fantasy lineup, obviously. And then for, like, two weeks there, he got, like, five points, and then he got ten points. And now he has this massive, I think it was, like, 38 fantasy point game. Like, just throw the ball to him. Just throw it to him. Listen, listen. Kirk doesn't want... Thielen getting jealous, right? Because he doesn't want another situation like he had with Diggs and Thielen. I know. Because like, oh. Diggs was clearly better. You could, no, he wasn't, though. Yes, he, w- he, he on was. On the Vikings, he was he, not at all. He was, he was so not much at all. He was not at all. As just, of right now, at least. The stat line just they didn't even stack up. Like, Thielen was so much better. Okay. But anyway, so, so he's going to start he, throwing so the ball more to Diggs Justin. was a better receiver because he got the number one corner spot every time. So, I mean, I'm just saying, like, now that Thielen gets number two corners, you know. I mean, he was getting number two corners, but... Well, Thielen, no. Thielen lines up mostly in the slot, so I'm just saying he gets, like, a slot corner. I mean, that's why his numbers are so big, in my opinion. But anyway, okay, so he's going to start throwing the ball more and more to Justin Jefferson, right? I hope. And then Thielen's going to be he like, what the hell are you throwing the ball to me, man? And yeah. he's going to have to come out and make a statement, and he's going to say some stupid stuff. He's going to be like, oh, Justin Jefferson's the best receiver in the league or something like that. Yeah, like he, he was, said last yeah. time. And there's going to be this whole controversy. You can't have a beta male. Diggs didn't even care. That was the thing. Well, no, he, Diggs kind of cared. He, was he didn't just show like, up to practice, dude. He was just like, that's disrespectful. And then, like, he just kept playing after that. Like, that's all that happens. Like, you can't I don't be mad at Kirk. I can. He's like, imagine, like, a beta male telling an alpha male, like, you're not that good. Like, like I'm not even going to listen to you. But. I mean, yeah, that's a he little that's a little egotistical not showing up to practice, but I think Stefan Diggs is he's a diva. He's doing very good in Buffalo, so happy about that. I love a little chatter, you know, just a little chatter, and then uh, Diggs brings that. Anyways, uh, I got Julio Jones. Julio dog, he got a broke out today a little like more than he has recently. Yeah, uh, the Falcons get their first win. Yeah, I posted a uh, meme on Instagram, you know, it's like a little star and it's like, you know, a little certificate. It's like, it says, congratulations, you didn't blow a lead, Atlanta. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) First time in a while. You get a gold star. They got their first win. Giants got their first win. Big week for first wins. Uh, Except for one team. There's only one in this team left. (laughs) Who is that? Oh, come on. You got it. You it's, not, got, it's not the football team. No, no, no. It's not the football team. We Come have on. a win. Come on. Who could it be? It's not the Bengals. No. Oh, it's the Jets. The Jetropolitans. That's right. <laughs> All right. I thought, I thought that the, the Giants and the Jets were going to be both winless through week six. I thought that would be hilarious. That yeah. would be hilarious. New York Somehow Sports, you deserve that. Yeah. Right. Anyways. Willie Jones was just a beast today. He got two touchdowns. He had over 100 yards. So... Yeah. Dog. Uh, Got like 30, yeah. 33 fantasy points or something like that. So. Yeah, I actually had him written down too along with uh, another guy, so it was kind of like a combo sort of thing, but 
his exact stats were eight receptions, 137 yards, and uh, eight touchdowns I have written down here. I don't think wow. he had eight touchdowns. Eight receptions. That's yeah, what it was. I know. It, it's been a long day, but <laughs> I think he got two touchdowns. So, very good day for Julio. Kind of his breakout game. I mean, he had like a 20-point fantasy game a couple of weeks ago, but... This is definitely what the Julio we expect each and every week. This this is a pretty good game. But uh, along with Julio, guy thrown to him, Matt Ryan. I mean, Matt Ryan was playing out of his mind for like the first three weeks, and then he said, "What are we doing here? Like we keep choking games, and I just uh, I can't be bothered to care." So, but now he said, "Okay, this Vikings defense is pretty bad. Let's actually get one on them." So. Uh, he was 30 for 40, 75% clip, uh, 371 yards, four touchdowns, zero interceptions, 126.3 rating. Not quite as good as the Josh Allen game against the Dolphins, but still a very good game from Matt Ryan. Way to go. All right. Poor guy just stuck on that terrible team for so many years. He won an MVP. He could have won a Super Bowl, too. It's unfortunate. <laughs> I mean... If it stopped right. at halftime, it would have had a Super Bowl. I, I'm going to post a story on Instagram, maybe. Like, who actually thought the Patriots were going to win that game? Like, who who really thought going into that that, like, the, the Patriots were going to win? Really? Tom Brady was getting up there, you know... Uh, he looked terrible. He didn't look that great. He he never looks that great in the playoffs, ever. And, I I mean, I, t- I give that win... More to the Falcons choking than the Patriots actually doing well. I mean, they were they gave them that win, but anyways, it was yeah. It was I mean the the offense put up enough points to win. It was just the defense just couldn't hold the the Patriots offense. I know for, for anything, you know they were holding it like a stick of butter. Poor Matt Ryan. Anyway, DeAndre Swift, rookie. Uh, you know, he drops the pass in his first week. Oh my gosh! He's down in the dumps. I want to talk about a guy. Oh, just continue. All right, so he gets 116 yards and two touchdowns, which is, like, pretty good. You know, it should boost his confidence. I think it'll be pretty good on the Lions. What do you get? 116 yards, two touchdowns. Jeez. Yeah. Okay, DeAndre. I mean, Matt Stafford didn't play too well today. I didn't. I think I dropped him in a lot of leagues. He basically yeah. carried the team today. So. Yeah, that's... Yeah, Matt Patricia, you're not a good coach. You should have been doing this earlier. What are you doing? Fire Matt Patricia. All right. I think Matt Patricia is kind of like the low-key Adam Gase. Like, everyone is saying, fire Adam Gase, but, like... There should be more of a movement to fire Matt Patricia because he can't coach, period. Like, he's worse than Bill O'Brien. He's a good, like, coordinator, right? No. Listen, never hire defensive coordinators off the Patriots. I know they're coming out of the Belichick system or whatever. It doesn't matter. They don't do anything. (laughs) It's Belichick. Belichick runs the defense. Defensive coordinators don't run the defense. So that's that's all I got to say about that. Yeah, well, anyway, he went off. So good for Matt Patricia. He'd probably like bench him next game or something like that. Yeah. He played too well, you know. But who knows? Well, uh, I got one more guy, just real quick. Uh, uh, Robert Gronkowski. Ever heard of him? No, who's that? Um, I don't know. Is that that CBD guy? Yeah, I think that's it, yeah. WWE wrestler, right? Oh. Uh, yeah. He caught his first touchdown since week 14 of 2018 from Tom Brady. So, I think that I think that's definitely something, you know. It's it's like I mean, he just hasn't been looking all that great, but I think like I think he was doing pretty well today. That touchdown catch that he had was pretty good, but it's 
it's kind of heartwarming to see, even as a Bills fan. You're yeah, like, it doesn't even matter how well he's playing, as long as he's happy. You know, yeah. that's all we want for Gronk. We all love Gronk. He's he's a little whack, but that's okay. Um, yeah, that's everyone I got. Yep, it's all for me too. All right, we're gonna come back to you with some news items and some of your questions for the professionals. with your questions for the professionals and some news items. All right, we'll start off with your questions. First one comes from at MichaelJW56. His question to us is, should the Washington football team trade Dwayne Haskins? The short answer is yes. I think they should, right? I mean, Um, he's a backup. I think. <laughs> we have Alex Smith as a backup. That's true. We don't need him, man. That's true. Uh, Kyle yeah. Allen, man. I think we should talk about him a little bit right now. He's Before. damn good sometimes. I man. told you he was going to be good. I Wait, told listen, you. Listen, listen. He, he, he wasn't good. He looked good he at certain He threw for 200 moments. yards and yeah. had a one-to-one touchdown to interception. That's a Dwayne Haskins stat line right there. No. Right? It's really, Dwayne could do that any week, right? No. That's the thing. He wasn't, he he wasn't was, anything he was special. A much, he was a much better facilitator of the offense yes. than Dwayne ever he was. He moved the ball down the field very well. And he's a good, he's a better runner than Dwayne Haskins is he made, the pocket. I think right? film is much more important than the statistics to look at. I watched that whole entire game. But he threw a stupid interception, like a terrible Okay, so he thought he could right? fit it in the window. and the, No, the, that was it wasn't even like a window. That was no, just, okay. He, he didn't so read the, it right. So the yeah, the Bad route got the, the route did get cut off, and he should have seen it. But I'm just saying that like he thought he could make that throw. I okay. Let me put it to you this way: I prefer it to be a really bad interception like that because that's fix, fixable, you know. Yeah. Whereas like if it's just like a 50-50 ball and the other guy gets it from the receiver, like you know, there's nothing you can do about that. That's not fixable. But like he could look at that. And say, okay, let me build upon that because this guy hasn't played since like last year. Well, I don't the good thing is he didn't let the interception. Game. He didn't let the interception like taint his record or like exactly. You know, this guy was an down, undrafted right? quarterback, man. I think he looks pretty good. But his two touchdown passes were absolutely beautiful. Like I've never seen Dwayne Haskins yeah, throw actually, ball even anywhere close to those throws. Like he dropped it perfectly in the bread basket for Logan Thomas in the corner of the end zone. It could not have been more perfect. That yeah. was the best throw I've ever seen from a. a Washington football team quarterback in my tenure as a fan, right? It's yeah. just it's it's insane. Like that was a good that was a good throw, right? Yeah. But then he'll do that, and then he'll make some stupid decision or make some terrible read on the next drive or something like that. Right? But it wasn't a stupid. He didn't make too many of those. Like he could have ran the ball on the the two point conversion. No, he, he couldn't have though. There was a QB spy there, man. He could have ran the ball. No, no, no he has time. This he is going to be a debate by, all week. Okay. He had him beat you by at least, least agree. He had him beat by at least three steps. He no, could've, he could have no. gotten to the corner no. so easily, no, and he, he just decided have. to like reluctant. Like he was, he back was literally. I literally saw the guy, the the QB spy, speed up, and that's the reason why he stopped. He wouldn't just stop for any reason. That that would be no, no. He stopped because he was hesitating. If he had kept going, right, he would have made the end zone. Yeah, he's hesitating he because he saw that right. guy. He was like, okay, yes, I, that guy's gonna beat me to the corner. If he hadn't hesitated, he would have made it. So if that's that receiver, on him. That's on okay, him. His receivers didn't do any favorites on that. One. No, they did. 
they, they were, were just not locked open. up. It was good coverage. Okay, was, yeah, so it's good coverage, but like he scrambled out, and that they should be open at that point. It, well, so like okay. they can be covered for a route, and then they have to move with their quarterback when the, he's moving. Terry's DB fell down, so he could have hit him in the back of the end zone, right? But instead of just throwing him a dart, right? He, he, okay, he and then to his offensive backwards. line literally did him no favors. He had a second. He had a second. Well, because he he kept going out of the pocket, man. No, like he he, did, he was in the pocket, and then they flushed him out because his offensive line didn't do many. He favors. didn't really need to do that though. Besides, he, just, he decides to do that a lot. He's he's really good on the run. He's really good throwing on the run, like fitting into tight spaces on the run. But he just couldn't do it on that play. So he should have ran the ball. Uh, maybe we shouldn't have gone for the two point conversion, but anyways. that doesn't matter. We should trade Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, you you agree yeah. with me. You shouldn't. They shouldn't have even done that, anyways. No. I don't think so. Real quick. Well, now I don't, obviously. I thought about it for a while after that. I came up with the philosophy for two-point conversions uh, to win the game like that. I think this happened with the Washington football team a couple years ago. It was a while ago. But, like, I remember it was a big thing. Like, it was against, like, the Eagles, I think. And some they decided to go for it to win, and they, they didn't make it. And everyone was kind of upset about it. But I thought about it after this one. I said, okay, so when would I actually want to do that? And I said, so if the Bills tomorrow are playing the Chiefs and we're in that situation right there, it's 19 to 20, we could win it on a two-point conversion. I think I would go for that because why would you want the ball back in Patrick Mahomes' hands in overtime for him to just drive down the field and not have Josh Allen win it? So I think it kind of it, a little bit depends on what offense you have. But my opinion, if you're going against a top-five quarterback and you're in that situation – then you can go for a two-point conversion because there's a solid chance that they're going to drive down and win it. Right. But the the announcers kept saying that this is, like, a great move by Ron Rivera because he's putting all of this trust in his guys and everything like that. Yeah. But in reality... You're, put, you, you're not putting you, trust in your defense if you do yeah, that. Yeah, in reality, our team was playing so well, and if he really wanted to put trust in the guys, he would have sent it to overtime because he trusts that we could win the game. Yeah, right? it's like betting it all on black when you could, like, you know, have 10 more spins on the roulette wheel. Like, don't bet all your money. Like, you got you got time. Like, you know, it, that's just my opinion. Okay, so. if we went to overtime, we would have won that game easily. Like, the, the oh, Giants yeah, are nowhere the, yeah. close to our level. Like, that's we're actually... We actually are a lot better than that Giants team. Yeah, and the only reason say, they won was even, because of that fumble. Even if they did win this game, man, you got a lot of concerns. On, you you almost lost to the Giants. Like, you know what I mean? Like it, Yeah, I mean, the Cowboys almost lost to the Giants, and the Eagles would probably lose to the Giants. So it's not really a problem because we could still win our division. Okay, yeah. That's not the issue. That's not, but that's not what you want, though, is it? Like, that's not... <laughs> yeah, that's all I care about, that, dude. I just want to go to the playoffs. That's all you care about? Yeah. Making the playoffs is all you care about. With, like, a 5-11 and 11 record, we could probably make the playoffs this year. So, yeah, you probably could, know. but I'm just saying, like, I, I don't know. You should want more. But anyways... Uh, like, like, what should I, I expect? Okay, like, that's you, all you know, you, yeah, you, you can't expect much, but I'm just saying you should want more. Well, obviously, I want more, but I know I'm not going to get it. Yeah, right? exactly. So what I want yeah. is like a six and ten, or an, or a five and eleven, right? Because yeah. that could be beneficial to our team somehow. I don't think anyone from listen any anything that the NFC East produces for the playoffs is going to get smashed immediately in the playoffs. First round, no yeah, question. Yeah, exactly. Right? But one team from that division will make the playoffs. Okay, yeah, but joke. it's not... Okay. It's like a collegiate team playing in I'm NFL just saying, team. if you guys actually want to do something, like, you, your whole division is trash. If you were a good team, 
You have a free you have a free playoff okay. spot the, every single year. Our schedule is extremely easy for the rest of the season, like really easy. I know, right? but I'm just saying you're gonna lose in the playoffs. Like you shouldn't want that. Yeah, we're gonna lose in the playoffs. All right, I'm but just, I just think it would be so kind of hilarious. So that's if all the I gotta say team, about that. The football team makes the playoffs. You know? Okay, Wouldn't that be funny. Not really. Yeah, I think it would. Okay, it's just as funny as like the Cowboys making the playoffs. Like it's no, just really. like, it's I, like a football team. A football team makes the playoffs. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I guess. But like, uh, all right. But they change their name, and then all their luck changes. Yeah, you know. Yeah, exactly. It's like a wish upon a star. But yeah. uh, reason why I like Kyle Allen so much is because he works with Jordan Palmer, who's also uh, Josh Allen's quarterback coach. So I'm rooting for Kyle Allen. But I thought he played. I mean, I way better than the uh, Washington football teams are going to give him credit for, just because of that two point conversion play. <laughs> Well, yeah. Uh, the question is, should we join, uh, trade Dwayne, though? Yeah, that was that was the question that was asked. So, yes, uh, yes, yeah, I get rid of I him. I don't know where. I don't know for who. Who's going to, yeah, but, like, you're going to get, like, a six-round pick out of him. Like, I, But I, his confidence is shot. Like, he's not coming back. So. Yeah, it's like Nate Peterman. <laughs> no, not that. No, not that bad. Not that. He's like Geno Smith. <laughs> yeah, he, he failed project. It's fine. Move on. I'm sorry, Dwayne. Happens. But he's from, the, he's from the math, isn't he? Uh, no, he's from Bullis. Okay, but, yeah, I mean, still, local guy. We we know Bullis, but, yeah. Uh, another question we have is from, let's see. All right, the next question we have is from at Pablo Maserati. Ah. Yes. What is TPP's least favorite team and why? So I think we don't agree on what our least favorite team is. Uh, I think we have some least favorite teams that we do agree on. I think I got a list of teams that I really just don't like. I have two. Only two. I have a lot. <laughs> I have a lot. I, I have a lot of teams that I like, and I have a lot of teams that I dislike. So, I I mean, it's good for me when I'm watching football because I never feel like I'm neutral in a game. You know, I feel like I want a certain team to win. So, like, you know, you know, I, I think it's better to choose teams that you like and dislike. It's mostly like an underdog thing for me when, when it's outside the division because there's so many teams in my division that are, well, not so many, but there's at least two teams in my division that are so easy to hate for even people who don't like a team in my division. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the Cowboys and the Eagles are just so easy to hate. Right. I mean, Just, yeah, no one likes them. <laughs> the Giants aren't really, like... I, I don't except really Cowboys fans and Eagles fans. But you guys, I mean, even they have to admit that they're not very liked. Yeah. I mean, but the the Cowboys fans are just cocky. Like, there's something about them, you know? Like, the Eagles fans are assholes, and they they, they, they are so... Those guys are so bad. They threw batteries at Santa back in the 60s. <laughs> but they, they admit it, though. Like, they're like, yeah, we're assholes, and, you know... Okay, yeah, but that doesn't that doesn't excuse it. Of course it doesn't, right? I'm, but it's like, almost worse to be a Cowboys fan because you're cocky every year and nothing happens and you're still cocky the next year. I know, right? but they have Just five rings. Up. They got five rings to show for it. Football team has three three rings. We don't brag every year, you know. Like yeah, go back but I'm to the just 90s, saying. Man. I'm just saying, like the Cowboys. Okay, your yeah, last quarterback who won your Super Bowl is now commentating with Joe Buck for the America's Game of the Week on your games every week, right? So just let it go. It's a little right? sad though, because because Tony Romo was a good quarterback. They wasted his career, uh, yeah. and now Dak Prescott is a good quarterback. So they've had good quarterbacks. They just haven't been able to do anything with them. Honestly, Tony Romo's a better announcer than he was a quarterback. Yeah? I think so. Tony Romo was a very good quarterback. Did you know he's Hispanic? I just figured that out. He's Romo. A, yeah, Romo. 
I wonder what he looks really white. Was. Yeah, he does look very white. But I'm just saying, like I I read uh, Tony, like they were doing like Hispanic Pride for you know like what Hispanic players are really good. And it was Tony Romo was one of them, but that surprised me a little. Anyways, shocking. Yeah. Um, so you said Cowboys and Eagles. Cowboys and Eagles. Cowboys. Just Cowboys majority. You know. Cowboys majority. I don't mind the boys that much actually. Like I don't. I don't really mind like any of the NFC East teams because I don't have anything to do with them. You know, like like the only time that we face them is every once every four years. I mean, I don't really attribute any sort of fandom to any of them. I, I those are the teams that I say I'm most neutral on. I don't like or dislike them really, honestly, mm. especially because they're so bad. Well, they're, it's so bad for the sport to just have a division that's just so bad. But the thing is, they're bad and they're always shoved in the spotlight, right? Because well, because it's because Dallas, Washington, Philly, yes, big and New York. That's why they're so easy to hate because they're on TV every week, and you would rather be watching a better team play. But because the market is so big, they're always going to be on TV. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? exactly, and that's annoying. Yeah, that's that's slightly annoying because so like I, I don't want to see the Cowboys every week. Right? No, I don't like seeing that logo. But no one wants to see the Washington football team every week. That's and why I, they're most never the game of the week. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, I've taken up fandom for the Washington football team. I've been watching them. I'm a diehard Washington football fan. <laughs> I can't even say that with a straight face. I'm not. Uh, but I do actually root for them now every single game. I never have until this year. So Good for you, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the bandwagon with the Washington football team, if there even is one. So I'd say, like, now my three favorite teams are the Bills the Browns and the Washington football team. What are the three least favorite teams though? So That's let's so now okay. I have like I could probably list off 10 that I really dislike, but as of right now, I know it's going to sound bad, but it's the Titans. I, they rub me the wrong way. I don't like the Titans. They're so overrated. Just nine and seven every year, and then, like, I just they they they, they have Not a free year. they have like a free division win every year against the Colts, the Texans, and the Jaguars. Like, how is that even fair? Like, the Bills had the, the Patriots Texans have the won the division time. for the last five years, dude. Yeah. Well. Okay, but still, the Titans haven't been good. Yeah, for but they years. get yeah, but they get like so they get so many division wins and then they get a wild card spot every year. They're always nine and seven. They always get a wild card spot and it's just annoying because like the Bills hadn't made the playoffs. But and then Music City Miracle, obviously, I don't like that. And we just lost them and I don't know. I just think that they're an overhyped team as of right now. So right now. I'd say my salty. least favorite. You're a little soft. Of course, of course. Uh, this is an emotional thing. Like and dislike emotions, emotions. So, but yeah, uh, Titans as of right now. So, I hated the Patriots for the longest time, along with everyone in the NFL. You know, you gotta hate the person that. I think it's just Tom Brady. I just hate Tom Brady. Me too. Like he's overrated. Overrated. My opinion, his whole entire career, overrated. But I, I don't hate him as much now for some reason. You know. Oh, well, now he's, like, maimed, you know? It's like... But he's still playing well. I just don't care. He's, like, neutered. I don't care, because he plays for some, like, you know, no-name... Buccaneers. Yeah, not like, no-name team, but, you know... Yeah, they won a Super Bowl. They won... They won Bricks the Super Bowl. Yeah, but, like, yeah. I mean, I just, uh... I didn't like Tom Brady... At all, I thought it was a boring. I thought it was boring to watch. That was my main qualm with the Patriots, and I never wanted them to do well because of it. But now they have Cam Newton, and you know they're not as good. 
So I think it's much more exciting to watch the Patriots. Like, I'm much more happy to watch a Patriots game than I was before. Like, whoever looks forward to watching a Patriots game besides Patriots fans? Because it's like, well, I, they're probably going to win. If someone good, then I like watching it because I like watching them lose. I, that's the only reason. Right, exactly. But, like, really, like, I, I'm asking you legitimately, man. Like, did you think that they were exciting to watch ever? Like, Yeah, they, a couple times. When they, when they come back, sure, but, like... But, like, for a normal Patriots game that has, like, no playoffs impl- implications or anything like that. Like, they're not exciting. Like, they were, might have been exciting with Randy Moss. But, like, other than that, like, their whole offense was just boring. And Well, I've watched a couple Super Bowls with them, and some of them have been, like, kind of exciting. You know yeah, like, the Eagles won. The Falcons won. The Giants back, won. Obviously. Are you kidding? Like, yeah, Giants won. To like, uh, both of the Giants won. So, I don't, I don't know, but... I just thought they were always a boring team to watch. I never liked them because uh, they're in my division. They won the division every year. So that that's obviously going to make me salty. So, And, uh, yeah, I'd say last year I, they were my least favorite team. And I thought they were overrated going into the playoffs. But And then, like, number three. Um, you know, actually, right now I can't think of any team. that. Oh, the Ravens. Because <laughs> I, I think that they're overrated. Yeah, you might be right. I mean, if you almost lose to the Eagles, it's never a good sign. I think they're extremely overrated. I thought that they lost to the Titans, who I already think are overrated. So you lost to a, you're lost to an overrated team after being overrated. What does that mean? Like really bad? Like no, they, they just they, cancel out, and you're not overrated anymore. Yeah, that's how that works. But um, yeah, and I don't I don't dislike the Chiefs as much because I think they're actually legitimately good every year. So you, you know. But, yeah, I'd say the Ravens. So, um, and then uh, I really dislike the Jets. I wish nothing bad for them. It's not because they're good. I just don't like them. <laughs> I don't mind the Jets. I, I know. don't care. I know. Yeah. I know. But, like, I'm happy. Like, like you know, you can hate a team because they're good. Like, all three of those teams I like were, quote-unquote, good. I thought the Titans and Ravens are overrated, obviously, but... The Jets are just bad, and I don't like them still. Like, it's not like I'm, ha- I'm, I'm happy because they're losing. So keep Adam Gase in town. I, Jets fans are legitimately awful, awful people. Really? <laughs> you think so? Oh, yeah. Oh, they yeah. Those guys are so cancerous. Oh, my gosh. Like, I, I mean, they just get thrown. Like, it's just New York, you know? They just, they're just... Everybody has pressure. It's like a pressure cooker going to that place because they always have, like, they're just such a cancerous organization. I don't like him. Like, like uh, Joe Namath is just like the most overrated quarterback of all time. So, <laughs> whoa. Yeah, it's I a mean, bold statement. It's there, not. Man. It's not. He's just not all that good. I mean, he's like, just a legend, Doug. I know. That's all I'm saying. Like, like you know, he wasn't that great. He was. Just but he like was a just dog. like one of the first, like you know big quarterbacks and everybody was like oh Joe Namath yeah that's what I'm saying he's overrated but yeah I think that it's a different game though you can't say like you can't even compare him to anyone today or anything like that no even back then though but I mean alright so we got no more questions from you guys I'm a little disappointed come on now let's get step it up let's get some questions I we're happy to answer them really just ask them. Just it takes like you know a couple types. We'll answer your questions. So, I mean, I was pretty happy with you guys last week. Got over a hundred followers, you know. But 
really, I need you to step it up on the questions. So you, this is this section is all for you, and we're spending a lot of time on these questions because we only had two. So, but send in your questions. We'll be happy to answer them. Got anything else? Oh. We got some news, right? Oh, yeah, we got news. That's right. So uh, let's go through our news items. Uh, we didn't talk about it last week, but Dan Quinn and uh, Dimitrov, Thomas Dimitrov, got fired. They're uh, the Falcons' GM and head coach. Expected. Yeah. Not really um, surprising. Yeah. I mean. Good for them. Yeah, Todd Gurley, I think, uh, is like, he, ha- he, uh, got, he was like the quickest to 75 rushing touchdowns. Or like. Uh, I, I don't know. Like he was, uh, he was the first to seventy five rushing touchdowns along with a whole bunch of other guys, and it was really good. So, um, yeah, it was like Emmett Smith and Randy Moss and stuff. So, I hope that he can maybe revitalize his career a little. You know, he's a little past his prime, but that's okay. So, maybe new head coach, breath of fresh air. I mean, do we got anything else to say? They should have been fired a while it's ago. It's just, like, expected. Like, who cares? You know, like, it's the Falcons. They're not going to do anything this season anyway. Just- I mean, the Falcons were a little fluky, like, getting to that Super Bowl in the first place, and that's why Dan Quinn stuck around for so long. Like, but he's been around since 2016 just because of the Super Bowl. Like, the shine wears off, you know? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like Matt Ryan would have blossomed a lot better under, like, a different coaching tree, but it's all right. Sure. Now they're going to change that up. Le'Veon Bell goes to the Chiefs. I don't like the move. <laughs> they have too much talent. What are they going to do with him? I, okay, so... You already have Edwards Hilaire there. I, I have a question. This is... carries? This is a little, uh... It's a little hinky for, to me. Like, the Rams are able to sign all these guys, you know, L.A.-based team, right? Right. Chiefs are able to sign all these guys. You know, they're known for being the loudest stadium... Pretty loyal fan fan base, and you also know you're going to win a Super Bowl probably. Yeah, they got Patrick Mahomes on their team, so I, uh, you know, right, you know, and, and those guys are able to sign a whole bunch of guys, right? Right. And the Bills are struggling to get money together to sign Matt Milano. What is this? How does cap space work? Seriously, I I don't know how it works. What is it? I'm pretty sure if you win the Super Bowl, the NFL's like, all right, you get unlimited cap space. Really, like, what what's going on? Like, I I don't understand how cap space works. Legitimately, we're struggling to sign Matt Milano, and the (laughs) the Rams are able to sign Robert Woods, Jalen Ramsey. They they have so much like. And they were in cap hell last year. Like, and now what? Like, why are they able to sign all these guys? Like, small market teams have struggle struggles with caps, but big market teams don't. How how does that work? I don't know. They have like a really good marketing team over there, or something like that. Like, they're doing but they don't get more cap. Everyone has the same cap. I'm just saying. I don't know. They use it right somehow. I don't know how they do it, but they're just smart. But it makes no sense to me because their cap must be used up or more by the contract with uh, Patrick Mahomes or something like that, right? Yeah. But that's worth it, right? And then you're signing all the... Like, you have to sign, like, Tyreek Hill but like, and yeah. Kelsey. So, and- like, I want to see how it works out this offseason. If they're able to retain, like, everyone except Sammy Watkins, I'll be like, okay, this is BS. Like, well, someone's got to do some sort of investigation. But I, I really don't understand it. I mean, like, obviously I haven't dove too much into the numbers, but... Still, it's so just they better win little, this year. Yeah. Right? Or Anyways, drop off a uh, besides that, I don't like the signing because I think Le'Veon Bell is past his prime, first of all. Second of all... Cancer. It, He's a cancer. You just drafted Clyde Edwards-Alaire, 32nd overall, right? And 
what why i mean are you like you're gonna kill his confidence a little it's like okay i guess we're splitting carries now like what's going on like it was my backfield but now it's not like what and you know Le'Veon's gonna want like all the carries right he's a diva you know yeah he, he he's likes, a huge diva yeah he likes the that might split up their locker room so i think andy Reid has always liked two back two back backfields so i don't think this is good for either i mean it's good for lev bell's fantasy production but not for clyde edwards alaire so i mean if you can get a good price for him i'd say trade ceh so i mean honestly if he doesn't play that well i think they'll just cut him Lev bell yeah Oh. They already have Edward Slayer. Yeah. And then he's right. on his rookie contract, so it doesn't matter. Real quick piece of news. Blake Wardle's got put, cut by the Broncos. Doesn't matter. Nobody <laughs> cares. All right, continue. <laughs> Tua went two for two for nine yards today in his Woo! first appearance with the Dolphins. Wow. Way to go. Proud of him. Round of applause for Tua. Good guy, Tua. Yeah. Well, I hope that he tears his ACL and Whoa. <laughs> doesn't. is never good. He's on the Dolphins, man. I can't. I can't. I can't root for him. Yeah, I mean, you know, they, they decided to put him in because they were winning 24 to nothing, and, you know, they wanted to see something. He had one of the coolest rollouts I've ever seen. He evaded pressure. Yeah. He got outside the pocket. It was a two-yard completion, right? Yeah. But he showed some potential, right? Sure. 100% completion percentage. Yeah. It's impressive. Yeah. You know? Uh, I don't think he's going to be a threat to the Bills anytime soon. I don't think so either. I mean, they still have Ryan Fitz, who's been playing really well. Has anyone ever called him Ryan Fitz? Fitz Magic? I just made up Ryan Fitz. But they they still got Fitzy, and uh, he had a buttception today. (laughs) Tom hasn't seen it. i got to show him. But if you've seen the buttception, you know what I'm talking about. All right, our next piece of news. Cam dived on a fumble today against the Broncos. Woohoo! Way to go, Cam. Against fumble the Broncos. Section. What way to go. I mean, if this isn't a sign of a turnaround in his career, I don't know what was. He put up like three fantasy points today, along with Aaron Rodgers. Dude, oh. One of the coolest interceptions I've ever seen though. Like it wasn't really his fault. It was deflected up in the air and a D lineman lays out yeah. and grab, like yeah, yeah. scoops the ball that up. That was off so the good. That that was nothing compared to the buttception though. That's the thing, dude. You gotta I'll see the buttception. Yeah, that wasn't even the best interception this week. That's crazy. But Cam looks injured still. I don't know. Just, he, he looks good. I mean, I don't know what happened today. Just they put up twelve points. Sad. So bad. Uh, but the Seahawks have like the worst defense in the NFL. Or the Falcons might. The know. Broncos, right? I don't know. Defense has just been awful this year. Period. That's good. I like watching offense. So yeah, I don't. Care. I'm not for the Bills. I don't. We were expected to have a good defense, and we just haven't been good. You should probably fire your DC, Leslie Frazier, man. He's pretty Get him good. Out of there. Just have a. Uh, I I talked to McDermott. emotional Steve talked about him. Just have McDermott control the, the whole team, do like a Belichick thing. Yeah. Seems like a pretty smart guy. Uh, Sean needs to. I think Sean is a bit too soft spoken. I think he needs to like really just yell at them and say what is wrong with you people. He seems pretty intense, though, like someone you wouldn't want to piss off. You know? No, no. Yeah, he's totally like, I'm pretty sure he's like Belichick, where like if you made a joke with him, he just wouldn't laugh. Right. Like he's emotionless. Yeah, basically. exactly. Just, you know, he, he just loves football. But I'm happy with that type of guy as my coach. So I think those are all of our news items for the week. Right? Yeah. All right. We're going to come back to you with our closing thoughts after week six.
All right, we're back with our closing thoughts after week six. It's 8.42 right now, so the Rams 49ers game is going on. But tomorrow night is Bills v. Chiefs. I'm going to start off right now. I said you had to be a crazy man to predict the Bills to win. So I predicted the Chiefs to win. You know what? I think I've lost my marbles since then. Um, I think I'm crazy. But I think the Bills can do it. I think the Bills are going to win this. This is I, just self-created, like, I, well, imagination. I know. It's I delusion. Know. It's delusion. I'm, I'm crazy. I said a crazy guy's got to predict it. It's complete delusion. Wow. I'm deluding myself, saying that the Bills are going to win this game. And they will. I, I believe it in my heart and soul that we are going to win that game. You willing to bet on that? Yeah. I'm actually willing to put some money down on that. <laughs> $10. I'm not that delusional. Okay. Actually, you know what? Why not? Shaking it right here. Ten bucks. Ten dollars. Easiest ten dollars I've made in my life. Um, Hopefully the Chiefs just. So if it's more than twenty points. Uh yeah. Twenty dollars. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> not doing that. Cause you know I don't want to take all your money off of you. But anyways, <laughs> um, I I have a little bit of you know comments to make about sports. In sports, you can play a game without making a single mistake, right? You know? Yeah. You could play a pretty good game, and you could still lose. I think in this situation for the Bills, they they have to not make a mistake, first of all. And they actually have to step up and make the other team make mistakes. That's that's what has to happen if we want to win this game. It, we're capable of it. I think no one doubts that the Bills are capable of that. I think they're totally capable of pulling off this upset. Most people think that. But... I think most people think logically, like, Chiefs definitely gonna win this game. Like that's that's the expectation. I so, can I can see the Bills winning. Like I, I don't I just that's what I'm think saying. The Chiefs are gonna win. Right. That's, that's the saying. expectation. So to go above the expectation for the Bills is going above and beyond what we normally do. You know, you play as well as you can, but then you play even better than you normally do. That's what we have to do to win that game. I think everyone knows, if you've ever played a competitive sport, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you played against a better team and you play, you yourself can feel yourself play better than you ever have. You know, you can play a game without making a single mistake and you could, you could still lose the game. And that could still be considered even as a bad game. People expect you to go above and beyond what you normally do in games like this. So that's what's required of the Bills to win this game. You with me there? Yeah, sure. I, all I got for closing thoughts is I really like some of Kyle Allen's play. And I think that with our remaining schedule, which is extremely easy, right? Keep that in mind. I think the uh, football team has a solid chance, I'm going to say 50-50, of winning the division this year, which is shocking. I mean, it's not that shocking. Yeah, it is pretty shocking. I guess. They just lost to the Giants. You just lost to the Giants. I know, but think of all the talent the Cowboys have, right? Just like on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, their defense is terrible, right? It should be good. Like, they have some decent talent, right? Yeah. But uh, think of all the talent they have, right? And then imagine them losing the division right that that is crazy that is crazy so. yeah but the yeah defense once again it, it, there's two halves I mean, listen, to every listen. team the Cowboys let up 34 points to the Giants right so and they almost lost they won last second they shouldn't have won the Red Rifle delivered a victory to the Cowboys right but 
they shouldn't have won that game. No. It was very close, though. Right. And if they can keep, if they can let up like 34 points to the Giants, right, and we keep them to under 20, I think we have a chance of beating the Cowboys. And if we beat the Cowboys, I think we're the, the top dog in the NFC East because yeah. they're considered the top dog, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, I hope you beat the Cowboys. So once again, I'm on I'm on the Washington football team bandwagon. I'm with you guys all the way, man. Hell yeah, bud. But, it's a good um, yeah, I guess I got one more thought, really. I mean, we kind of covered everything in this podcast, but uh, I've been saying, like, what's the what are the Jets doing? Why are they keeping Adam Gase? You know what? I, I, I haven't been enough of a proponent for this. Keep Adam Gase in town. Don't fire him. He, he's amazing. He's a wonderful head coach. I'm just going to sp- spread false propaganda about him. He's amazing. All right. Please keep him there. I don't do see not fire him. No, neither do I. He's he's perfectly fine. Only a smart man would put Joe Flacco as the starting quarterback. Exactly. He's a, he's a, he's a Super Bowl MVP. You know. Yeah. He exactly. So keep man. keep Adam Gase in town. He he is the future of the New York Jets. But um, oh, one more thing. So I was listening to a podcast today, and I heard a suggestion that Carson Lynch should maybe be traded to the Colts. And I think that would be a good trade for both teams because Carson Wentz would ruin the Colts. So no, but I think th- I think that they have like th- there was a list of injuries today I read, and I think that I think all of the Eagles starters and their backups are all injured basically. So I think Carson Wentz kind of got a raw deal this year. Once again, injury bug hit the Eagles. Um, but yeah, um, but I I kind of have an alternate sort of thing. Why doesn't Sam Darnold? get traded to the Colts. I think that's a good trade for the Jets. They're going to get Trevor Lawrence, you know, get something for Sam Darnold, maybe a first-round pick, you know, get another guy for Trevor Lawrence to throw to, a wide receiver this year. Uh, And I think that's kind of hitting the reset button, you know. You get rid of the guy who was supposedly supposed to be your franchise. The Colts get something good out of it because Sam Darnold, I think, is actually a good quarterback. But I think Trevor is obviously considered to be better than Sam. So I think that you get Trevor, they get Sam. I think it works out for everyone. What do you think? That wouldn't be terrible. Uh, I think Trevor would do terribly on the uh, Jets. I don't know. It's just like first year. Okay, so if yeah. they actually did get rid of Adam Gase, th- this is this is all on the stipulation that Adam hire Gase another terrible head coach. That's the thing. You know that they will because their front office is awful. So no, they got. They, but like, I think their GM is actually pretty good. I don't know what I they just pull together and they they get Trevor Lawrence and all that stuff. And I, I don't. I mean. Jameson Crowder's not that terrible. No, you know, he but be like the number one target, I guess, for like, a couple of years until they like build up their team. I mean, I'm I'm kind of giving secrets to the Jets GM right now. I shouldn't do that because I don't want them to be good. But I'm just saying, if you ever wanted to actually be good, trade Sam Darnold to the Colts, and I think this is a good decision for the Colts, and then get Trevor. So, what do you? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, All right, with that, well, go Jets. Yeah, that's kind of my last thought for the week. Uh, very good week of football, I think, this week. Uh, I I feel a little empty when the Bills don't play on Sunday. I, do, you, do you get that feeling when the football I team... I just feel empty when they play on Sunday, you know, because then I have to watch them. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, it just makes maybe... makes me feel sad. No, I, I definitely feel like something's missing, you know. I, I feel a little off, like my week isn't complete. I miss Case Keenum. That's you know, I miss. but... Um, yeah, I mean, 
So Monday night football tomorrow, or I guess Monday evening football, because I don't know. I consider night to be past six o'clock. So, you know, Monday evening football, uh, Bills for Chiefs, definitely a good game to watch. Hopefully it's not as bad as the Bills-Titans game. Please don't let it be. So, Hopefully the Chiefs win. Get $10 on this. Uh, Take that. I'm sorry. I, I probably won't take your $10 off of you. I'll feel too bad. But, um, I'll take your $10. <laughs> I know. You're, you're heartless. <laughs> All right. That's going to do it for us this week. We're going to talk to you Thursday morning about our week seven NFL preview. Thank you for tuning in. See you later.